Okay, so this is the podcast of ideas. Mm. It's very easy to understand the concept. We're going to tell you some ideas. And uh, in this episode, I think we should just go wild uh, without any preparation. Yeah, and the ideas are free. We are They're free of charge. Just You can just take them, right? Are you talking to me or to the listeners? To the listeners. Uh, like, uh, take the idea. If you think it's a good idea, you've got loads of money, etc., you can uh, make it real. And not only that, I would be very disappointed if they don't take the ideas and run with them. Uh, me too, actually. Yes, yes. That's the point of this, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, so who do you want to begin or should I start? Well, you're the host. So, yes, therefore you begin. What's your question? What do you want from me? Can you please tell me your first idea? Okay. I have an idea. I'd like someone to do this one really right now, this uh, next summer, okay? Yeah. This winter, actually, okay. It's called The Living Room. Uh Uh-huh. And it's a club. And, uh, you know, uh, families. Yes. They often have a living room where they kind of, they watch television, they hang out basically, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, for sure. Yes. I love the vibe in a living room. And uh, Stockholm, where I'm from. Yes. It's got the most single households in the world. That's a fact, I think. In absolute numbers or Per uh, a person. Per capita, I think. Per, okay, yeah. Um, so they sit there at home on their own in their single household flat watching Netflix. Well, maybe many of them would like to just go down to the living room, but there is no living room. Okay. Uh, so the idea is start a club, call it the living room, and... Arrange it as a living room with television. Uh, you can watch television. I think uh, what my impression is that in a living room, you watch television. I've seen this happening on TV. Yes. And uh, you also can play... You've seen people watching TV <laughs> yeah. on TV. That's right. Exactly that. I've seen it, you know, not least uh, Ted Ted Bundy. No. What? No, no. Al Bundy. Al Bundy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, they're watching television, but they can also play video games, for example. Yeah, and board games. Board games, absolutely. Like Trivial Pursuit, uh, Pictionary, etc. Can I just ask you, uh, take it from the top. Mm? This club, the living room, do you have to pay entry to get in there? Or is it like you just go inside, drop in? That's a great question. I've thought about this lately, and I think it has to become a members club mm-hmm. because we don't want some unruly hooligans coming from some football game, a drunk, and coming in, oh, you know, and no, it's a living room, mate. Yeah. It's not, yeah. So I think it's going to be more like an old-fashioned members club. Uh, you have to become a member, maybe. Perhaps. Yeah. That's up to the person taking the idea from me. But uh, there will be no dancing in this club. What about a bar? That's also a good question. What do you think about this? Because uh, in a real living room, normally, uh, if someone wants some snacks or uh, maybe a beer, they'll be like, 
who's going to go to the shop. Right. Uh, right. So that's one alternative. So we keep it pure. That's puristic. Or we could do it that uh, we have butlers or similar uh-huh. who whom supply this. Like we would like some popcorn, please. And the, when it comes to drink, al- you're talking alcohol, yes? Yes, or non-alcoholic drinks. I think every anything is allowed that's allowed in an average living room. You know, most people don't, in a family setting I'm talking about here. Yeah. Like everybody should feel welcome. So it shouldn't become like a huge party where people start dancing to loud music. Then they're out of there, mate. Yeah, all right. Yeah, because I want to welcome even the loners who sit at home. Uh, they might want to sit alone in the living room in like an armchair in the corner reading a newspaper. Yeah, well, well this is exactly what people do in like uh, traditional members clubs in London, you know, like gentlemen's clubs. They sit and read the newspaper. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's another idea. Gentlemen's clubs, uh, they are, I listen to many books uh, where they are mentioned you know, I listen to these old books yeah. and I think it sounds so, for example, Sherlock Holmes's brother. Yes, Mycroft. Exactly. They, it's, there's that kind of environment. They should feel welcome, but also people who just want to go down and play Trivial Pursuit, like you. Uh, yes, exactly. And they might have more of a, like they play PlayStation, let's say. But then when you have the grown-ups, they might drink wine and talk about politics. Oh, but the yeah, but the vision is that it's quite a huge, big living room. So let's say we have the television screens. Yes. There will be at least three of them. So one corner will be for gaming. Yeah. One will be for television, one for movies, for example. So they can all be there at the same time. I think it's important to have multi-generation at the same time. That's super important. How many generations? Because I find more than three is difficult to get. <laughs> it's impossible at the moment, I think, uh, because we're going to have 18 year in Sweden. We're going to start in Stockholm, I guess. Yeah. Well, we are not going to start it. We, we're giving this away now. So. We might. I'm saying that we might be the people picking up these ideas and and uh, creating something real out of them. Absolutely, yes. I mean, it's it, we are generous here. It's like, uh, but you know what they say: the idea is nothing compared to you have to execute it. Yeah, I think the idea is everything. Uh, me too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you want to elaborate more on this, or can we move on to other things? Mm, let me think about this. We mentioned that television, gaming, uh, board games, uh, charades. What's it called? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, charades, I guess. Ch- charades. Yeah. Different types of games. Well, people know what they do in their living room, basically. Yeah. And for all the lonely people out there, loneliness is a huge issue in uh, modern society, and it should be allowed. And this I want to point out, it should be absolutely allowed or not frowned upon if someone just wants to sit alone, not interacting in an armchair in a corner, because that person will also feel some sort of social connection, even if that person does not interact. Totally. I think that might be me sometimes. If I don't feel so good, if I'm down, I just want to sit there and uh, watch the others, whatever, you know. Or watch TV. 
Oh, watch TV, exactly, with uh, strangers and we commenting on the television together. I mean, it's fantastic. Let me uh, add one sort of idea on top of this. I'm thinking that there must be a, a lot of screens, not a lot of screens, no. but a few, yeah. uh, so that people can watch uh, different things at the same time. Ah. But one of these screens, like the biggest flat screen there, yeah. should have uh, open sound. So, I mean, the sound goes out into the room. Whereas the others have uh, headphones uh, with long wires so that you can um, yeah, watch something else without disturbing other people. Mm. I mean, not necessarily wires. We are in 2022, after all. That's true. If you want to watch a movie for real, uh, that would not be a living room. We could even have, you know, like a proper projection. Projection is living room. Yeah. You, you... Yeah. Yeah, you can have that. But the most important thing here is to have the living room vibe. Yeah. Um, it shouldn't be too polished or too sort of like expensive. No. It should be a little bit ramshackle. Yes. So maybe, you know, a slightly older projector and a screen that you sort of roll down. Yeah. And maybe it doesn't work yes. fantastically every time. Yes, exactly. Or someone might want to show some old uh, photos from, you know, and uh, maybe someone is interested. Yeah. But uh, the main thing is the social interaction here. Yes. You can become a member, whomever you are, if you are 18 plus. And uh, that's it, I think. 18 plus, that's the only regulation, I think. Okay, makes sense, yeah. What do you think about the bar thing? Should the butler offer alcoholic drinks? Okay, this is my uh, take on it. I think there should be a team running the living room. Obviously, there has to be. But they work sort of behind the curtains. Yes. You never see them. You don't know who is responsible. But there has to be cleaning, obviously. And there also has to be restocking of the... Uh, what do you call that? Like a, the, the mini bar. There is a mini bar. And it's filled with, you know, beer, wine, uh, spirits, but also non-alcoholic uh, beverages. And uh, it's part of the like the member's fee. So if you're a member, you can just go wild. But would you accept someone getting really drunk? He's had like six shots of absinthe. I don't think we should encourage it, but I think it is uh, something that might happen. Yeah, I guess it does happen in living rooms. So anything that happens in living rooms, but there is a team, like you say. So someone has some overview of the whole thing if the guy on absinthe started citing poetry that's a good thing it is yes but if he starts uh, fighting someone then he's out yeah exactly yeah i yeah, know you can't uh, use physical violence i, I actually yeah, i think that, i think that's it yeah yeah but but you know i might take this to the next level because i just realized uh, what this living room club could really be so on the surface it is what we've just described. It is a club called The Living Room, where things that happen in real living rooms happen, but everyone is invited or can become a member so that everyone, also people without a family or a living room, can take part in the, yes. the social experience, even though they choose to just sit and read a paper on their own. Yeah. It's still a, a kind of social experience. 
So in this environment, uh, people will be relaxed. People will feel at home. That's the point. Yes, yes. So people might be very comfortable, talk openly about, uh, you know, ideas or the desires and also their political mm. uh, views. Oh, okay, I'm not saying that there should be a lot of politics. No, no. But uh, certainly people talk about everything, just like you do in a living room. Absolutely, yes. Yes, but so we have mics everywhere ah. and everything is recorded And so basically, this is uh, NSA on speed. So <laughs> we record everything and we record people's most secret opinions. And then we sell this information to, let's say, the Russians. It's a fantastic idea. I mean, isn't it? I mean, it goes against more or less everything. It's morally depraved. You should feel comfortable, you know, you with your family. What you say to your family stays with your family. Uh, so they think, yes. But you want to exploit it now. <laughs> It's all a big machine to gather information, gather ideas, thoughts, uh, and then we put it in the hands of, let's say, Vladimir Putin or North Korea, whoever pays the most. Yeah, I just thought that it is uh, absolutely open for uh, Putin or whomever to uh, do this. But now people are going to be suspicious once it opens. They're going to be, hang on a second, who's behind this now? But that's not our problem, is it? No, and just like people pay a subscription fee, uh, so to say, to become members, you pay membership. Yeah. Dictators can pay a subscription fee to get all the data, all the <laughs> yeah. audio from this room. Yeah, sure. So if you go there and you feel like, fuck, I want to hang out, I want to play board games, but I don't want Vladimir Putin to get all my inner ideas and yeah. thoughts. Yeah. Then you have to overbid him. You have to pay more than Vladimir Putin. And then he doesn't get the information. Uh, it is... Uh... Let me ask you this question. If you go to a living room and discuss openly, would you like that information to be spread around the world? No, of course not. No. But then I would have to pay more than Vladimir Putin. No, but Putin would bid for the whole club. You're just a member. But then you have to buy the club from him. You have to... <laughs> yeah. But it's becoming menacing now. The living room is supposed to be the opposite of what you are trying to steer this into now. It's supposed to be homely, warm, and no microphones. No, I say absolutely no. Putin can uh, not buy it. Okay. Well, he can buy it if he gives me a... Just give me a call. What about this idea then? Someone opens... Um, or two different people, two different organizations maybe. One opens the club, the living room here in Stockholm, yeah. which is, according to the first plan, yeah. a friendly place where you hang out as though you were in a living room. Yeah. And next to it, or in another part of town, another living room opens, and that's the one with the mics and the information being sold to the Russians or the North Koreans. Mm. And then we'll see which works the best. Yeah, I think we have a superb solution here. The whole living room is streamed live. Oh, I, okay. So we don't need to do two of them. It's available to everybody, but we stream it live. So you don't even have to go there. But if you are one of those attention seekers, and there are many of them, I can assure you, particularly this latest generation, Zoomers, yes, they, they want attention. So they will go to the living room just to be seen, you know. Yeah. So maybe that's the golden nugget. 
Mm. Yeah, I think we have um, a few interesting angles here and uh, I guess it's up to the audience now to see what they will do with it. There is a show, TV show, where they show people watching TV, but this is not, we are talking about the club here. The club is the main thing, yeah. but uh, this thing about the recording and everything, that could be an additional bonus, yes. <laughs> I think it's time for us to move on to the next idea. Can I just ask you, do we number these ideas somehow? Uh, there will be a list of the ideas mentioned in the podcast, and then you have like a, a timestamp, so you can go to this one or that one. Okay. So, please, uh, yes. let me hear. It's an idea for a new sexual perversion or sexual kink. To be aroused by being abandoned... Hmm. Or being aroused by being hated. You think that's an idea? It's an idea for a kink, yes. Aren't kinks something that just happens? Like, it's not... Yeah, but I mean, this podcast is definitely going to be about things that just happen as well. <laughs> yeah, but could I, if I listen to this and suddenly I am turned on by being abandoned. Well, I mean, you can take such an idea and use it in fiction, for example. I see. So they can use this idea uh, in any way they want here. But personally, yeah. could I switch and suddenly I'm turned on by being abandoned? I think according to those people who believe that everything is uh, malleable and uh, that uh, we're not born with characteristics, but everything is formed by environment and uh, nurture uh, to those people i mean you can certainly develop a fetish if if you want to absolutely it could become a huge thing in japan in particular i think yeah okay uh, you've seen these documentaries from japan where it's a thing where they never leave the house really uh, it, it's, wow. it's like a subculture, and and if they suddenly felt this is not wrong, I'm abandoned by the world, and I, I feel really turned on by this, because uh, someone said this on a podcast, it's okay, they might feel happy about it. Yeah. You can hear my skepticism, maybe, but... Uh, maybe we started something big in Japan. Big in Japan, it's always All been... right. My... Oh, yeah, I missed your cue there, I'm afraid. <laughs> As everyone knows, a mug is a basically a cylinder with a bottom. It doesn't necessarily have to be like um, a cylinder with the same diameter all across. No. Usually it uh, slims down towards the bottom. Yes. And then you can have an ear on it, like a handle, so that you avoid burning your fingers if you're drinking something hot. I always found that to be slightly problematic because sometimes the cup or the mug is upside down. If you put it in a cupboard uh, or in the drying rack, it is upside down and you have to flip it over in order to use it. It doesn't take a very long time to turn the cup the right way around, but it does take time. Time is uh, money. The solution to this could be that on each side, you have a, like a built-in lid, which is completely watertight. If the cup is on the table and it's closed uh, both sides, I just open 
the side which is up um, at this very moment. Oh. And I can start drinking from it. This became very quite a complex now. You have two lids. Uh, well, a normal coffee cup does not have a lid. Yes, but you never have to flip it around. No, but I thought you were going to tell me you want one that goes, the that uh, it's narrower at the top. I've seen those. Yeah. I, I find them to be very impractical. Yes, uh, that's right. You see, my first thought was there's a point to them being turned down. Okay, and what's that then? They don't collect microbiome, uh, bacteria, virus, etc. They are they are shut to the outer environment and, and dust, etc. Yes. Yeah, but don't you think a lid would do exactly that? The main issue you have with the current design of most coffee cups is that you have to turn it when you take it from the cupboard. That's it. Yes. Does it actually take longer, though? Don't you think uh, turning a cup and taking a lid off is about the same amount of time? I mean, it's just another solution. And, and by trying different solutions, uh, you know, you, you yeah. the creative juices are flowing and then one thing leads to another. And maybe there, there will be an even more perfect uh, design in the future. Okay, let's say we put out this episode. Someone hears it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Maybe two years later, the idea has grown enough so that he or she starts producing this cup. Someone else sees this cup and thinks that that's a good solution. And... In 10 years' time, let's say, all cups and mugs are designed with this principle. Please, can you describe it a little bit more detail? Because I don't I don't see it in front of me. Is it a cylinder? Yes, this is a cylinder uh, Without with the same diameter. All, all across. Yes, because otherwise it wouldn't really work. I mean, up is down and down is up. <laughs> yeah, they are yeah. both the same. Uh, is there an ear? Could be. Could be two as well. One for each hand. Yeah, that's good. Yes, yes. Yes, two ears. Yes, and if you hold the cup with, with mm. both hands at the same time, then you can actually open the lid with your nose like this. <laughs> yeah, but when you put them in your cupboard, it wouldn't slide in if it's the same. The current ones, they can you can put you can stack them. These ones right. you would have to stack uh, like higher because they can, they will not fall into one another. You comp- you understand what I talk about? Yeah, they will take up more space uh, in storage. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, there's always um, a cloud within the silver lining, right? Yeah. I mean, pros uh, and cons. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Pros exactly. and cons. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Swings and roundabouts. <laughs> yeah, I think this was pretty bad idea, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about it? <laughs> what? Is... Yeah, it's a horrible idea. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do here. We mix it up. Yeah. That's that's the point. Yes. There could be a golden nugget here somewhere. This one was rather poor. But I think we cater for all audiences and some people might like this idea. And maybe that shows that they are a little bit, what can I say, uh, cretinous. But still, uh, you know, the show is also for cretins. Uh, It is absolutely for cretins. I do have what I think is a pretty great idea that I just had just now. Just now? 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think this is more of an improvisatory uh, episode, and in the future, it might be more sort of controlled. We might have themes. We might have uh, yeah, who knows? more preparation and so on. Yes. This one is an idea for a new color. Ah. And you might say, how can there be a new color? Because in the visual range yeah. of colors, every color is included and they are all there. You cannot invent them because they've always been there. I wouldn't say that because uh, only two days ago, there's a test you can do online. Okay. And apparently I fucked up. If you score zero, you have perfect color vision. And I had plus two. Uh, out of uh, 300 or something. So mine was not perfect. Uh, Sean, you know... Who's that? We have to explain to the viewers. Sean, he's uh, one of our common uh, acquaintances in the UK. He had zero and he says, uh, I'm useless because I had plus two. And, uh, and he had zero. He had zero. So he became Minister of Colors. Okay, but send me that link and we, we can share it with the viewers as well. Yeah, let's put it in the podcast notes. That's what they say, yes. <laughs> okay, but let, let me just explain yes. what I mean by a new color. Please. It's, I mean, it's not new. It's been there since the Big Bang. But we could push and sort of extend our range because frequencies of light mm. ranges from red to purple. Mm-hmm. And if we go to the end where you find the reds, it goes over into infrared, which is like a color that you cannot see as a person. Infrared, yes. Okay. But some animal species can see infrared light. So it's just another color, but it is out of our senses. Oh, yeah. You just want to increase our uh, perception. Well, yes and no, I don't think that's possible, but what I'm saying is that right in the border between red and infrared, there must be a place where Ah. visible light disappears and sort of nothing takes its place. And I guess that every human is different, so you will have like minute differences is how far they can see into the infrared Mm. light. But that's that's not a new color, though. No, it's not a new color. But I think that this color is um, very rarely used. I mean, imagine just having, let's say, curtains in the color infrared. How would that even look? You know, a couple of years ago, they sent this picture around. And uh, yeah. they had, yeah, you know. The dress. Yes. And uh, it's uh, similar to that. So basically, some would see that color, some would not. In that case, I think it was more about, you know, that when you take a picture of something, you actually don't get a correct representation of that color. You literally have yellow in the picture, but the picture depicts black yes. and so on. Yeah, but Sean, again, he's a 100% man, apparently, although he's blind on one eye, I might add. Is he? 20% vision, I think, only. Oh, wow. So that's my comeback when he says, oh, I am colorblind because I had a plus two on this test. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but we agree that there are colors that are sort of outside the visual range for every person. Yes. And then if you extrapolate the wavelengths, eventually you get to, you know, radioactive um, radiation. No one talks about that as colors anymore. But um, the color right outside our vision is considered a color, 
and we cannot see it. And I'm just thinking, how would mm. an object in that color look to us? Oh, that's Elon Musk territory. He could just put a few scientists on this uh, case and create just paint it in this. Is that possible? Must be possible. Of course, it's possible. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't see why not. So it's a new color that nobody can see. The new color, I think, <laughs> would be to find the color which is just next to the first invisible color, ah. and use that in, uh, you know, in design, in websites. Yes, that's a good idea. Uh, so if yeah. someone were dressed with your color in it, they would see. Yeah, that's that. That's that's good. That. Uh, Stella McCartney, is she still alive? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Even her dad is still alive. John Lennon. <laughs> yeah. So that one, she gets for free then. This is straight out to Stella McCartney. Yeah, you can have it. A stellar idea for Stella. Perfect ending to this podcast, I think. Shall we just then say that Ep 1 is over? Well, I mean, I could talk about ideas all night long. To be honest, we should think about how we say goodbye in this podcast. So maybe we just fade into the theme, the musical theme. Yes, while was I think this we we're gonna fade out right now whilst we're talking. I think that's good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's I mean, yeah, so we just keep talking. Yeah, we have already stopped. Yes, yes, perfect. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's stop the recording.